and everybody got it back again. Don't take no mess out the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrabble it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does Scotty shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Rose Garden Report podcast. I am Sean Hyken, the author of the Rose Garden Report newsletter, which you can subscribe to at rosegardenreport.com for free and paid subscriptions. If you're a paid subscriber, I just published last week a pretty big, pretty extensive trade season primer with players becoming trade eligible last Thursday, December 15th. I just kind of laid out everything that the Blazers have as far as uh, trade assets and cap situation and the likelihood that different guys will or will not be traded, all that kind of stuff. So if you're a paying subscriber, you can go check that out. And if you're not, you can go to the website and sign up. As always, you can get the podcast anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever else. Uh, you can get us also in the Odyssey app because we are now a part of the Odyssey family. Normally, I would have my guy Mario producing, but since this was just kind of a last-minute thing, this is a solo operation for tonight. I am in Las Vegas. I just landed a couple hours ago and got to my hotel. I will be there for the next couple of days covering the NBA's G League Winter Showcase, which, as I've kind of said before and you know, written a few times that I'm going to be there, I think I said last week that I'm going to be there, but this is one of the events that a lot of NBA personnel go to i don't know who from the blazers is going to be there i don't know if joe cronin is or not but they're going to have at least you know some members of their front office so it's going to be good for me to be able to get some face time with those folks and you know who knows what that will lead to i wanted to just kind of come back with an episode i had a couple guests fall through last week so i haven't been able to get one out since the one with chris hine during the minnesota doubleheader last uh week before this road trip started so i Wanted to get one in now. Obviously, the news of the day and the biggest thing in the world in Blazerland right now is that Damian Lillard, as of tonight, in a game that they lost to Oklahoma City on a buzzer beater from Shea Gilgis Alexander, but Damian Lillard is now the Portland Trail Blazers all time franchise leading scorer. He passed Clyde Drexler. We all kind of knew it was going to happen at some point in the early part of the season. It happened tonight. Full disclosure, because I was traveling all day, I did not see the game, so I'm not going to have any uh, analysis of the game or why they lost. You would think that, you know, I I was a little bit surprised when I saw the score when I kind of got to my hotel because the Thunder were, you know, the Thunder are not very good to begin with, but the Thunder were also sitting most of their main guys. But the one thing I thought was weird was yesterday, Shea Gildas-Alexander was ruled out, and then I looked on Twitter tonight when I got to my hotel and saw that he hit a buzzer beater and just, I don't know, I thought that was a little weird, but I don't know. I guess everybody's kind of gaming the system with these injury reports and, you know, all, all, all that kind of stuff. A couple teams have gotten fined for that lately, so I thought that was weird. Either way, it's obviously not ideal for Dame or for the Blazers that on the night that is would be one of the most memorable nights of his career, becoming the all-time leading scorer in franchise history, was also a game that they lost to a team they probably should have beaten. But, 
you know, either way, and something I wrote this morning, I, I, I don't really like doing the whole, you know, legacy, you know, is this guy the best ever of this? And obviously, you know, I think there's a pretty strong case to be made that Damian Lillard is the best Blazer ever. And, you know, the only two real competitions that he has are Bill Walton and Clyde Drexler. I don't really like doing legacy stuff and that type of discussion while somebody is still active and playing. So I'm just going to kind of, you know, stay away from that for a while, let other people do that. And in a few years, whenever Dame retires, we'll get into all that kind of stuff. But that's just, that's not really what is interesting to me about this kind of stuff right now, like as it's happening in the present tense. What I wrote this morning and what I still think is the main takeaway from this story and from this achievement for Dame is that he's doing it in a season where he's actually playing for something and where the Blazers are playing for something and where they have aspirations. And I think that's what everybody really wanted and kind of the the point that I made in the column that I wrote this morning, which you can get for free on rosegardenreport.com. That one is not paywalled, but that basically the other big you know, NBA milestone that's coming up is LeBron James at some point in the next month passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. And the Lakers season is over. Like, they are outside the play-in right now. They just lost Anthony Davis for at least a few weeks. I don't think they're going to get back into even the play-in, let alone the playoffs. And so now LeBron James, arguably one of the two or three greatest players of all time, is going to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer in completely meaningless games. And as much as, yes, it's going to be a big deal when he does it, because whenever somebody becomes the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, it's a big deal. And Kareem has held that record for, you know, over 30 years at this point. So that is a big deal, but it also is just kind of a bummer that he's doing it in games where, like, that's the only meaning that the Lakers season is going to have. Now, for Dame, with, you know, this franchise scoring record, I think, you know, as much as, again, you'd like for him to do that in a game where they won, but these games matter to them, and these games have the, you know, meaning to them, and they actually are playing for something in the standings, and I think it's more meaningful both to Dame and to everybody else that it's happening in that way, as opposed to... You know, let's say Dame was close to the scoring record last year after the season went sideways and it was clear that they weren't going to make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, he was putting off having the ab surgery before, you know, because he wanted to pass Clyde before he did that. Like, that that wouldn't have been cool for anybody. That wouldn't have been fun. That wouldn't have been satisfying. Nobody would have really enjoyed that as much as it's an impressive milestone. So I think it worked out better that it happened this way. And, as Dame said, you know, he wishes he could have done it at home, and I think everybody else wishes he could have done it at home, too. But they'll do something on December 26th at their next home game against Charlotte. So, uh, you know, it, it'll it'll be cool to see what they do. But that's all I've really got on that game. And again, I did not see the game, so I don't really have much to give you on that one. Uh, I am in Las Vegas. Like I said, I don't know which Blazers personnel is going to be there. I don't even know if any Blazers players are going to be there. I had been under the impression that Greg Brown III was going to be there, and they just sent him back to the Ontario Clippers, where he had been previously uh, about a week ago. And then a few days ago at the start of the road trip, or a game into the road trip, I think before the Dallas game, they recalled him back to to the NBA team to join them on the road trip. And so he's not there. I don't believe he's going to be sent back down in the next day. 
So he's not going to be there. And the Blazers' two two-way guys, Ibu Baji and John Butler Jr., are also not here right now in Vegas. They're still with the team. And what kind of what I heard about that was that as much as like it would be a good idea to get them reps, they're so they're both so green right now, and they're so you know raw as prospects that they're not even close to being ready to earn any kind of playing time anyway. And so the more important thing right now, this is just what you know what's been told to me is that they want to get them totally up to speed and have Chauncey Billups and the coaching staff be totally comfortable with them before they even send them to the G League to get reps. So that's why they're not down there. I have a few other story ideas and a few other things I'm going to be working on while I'm down here. And like I said, whichever Blazers team staffers are going to be down here, I'm going to try to get some face time with. And, you know, maybe that'll lead to story. Maybe it won't. But I do have a few things I'm working on that I think this trip is going to be useful for as much as I would have liked the opportunity to actually see one of those young guys or, or, or multiple of them actually play in person with if they were down here which they are not so you know that kind of just is what it is I am gonna be in Denver for the game on the 23rd because I just figured since I'm already down in Vegas I could pop over there for you know it's a short flight from Vegas to Denver I could just pop over there catch them at the end of the road trip because I won't have seen the team in a week and a half in person so you know and also like having done this long enough road access is better than home access anyway is because there's just there's less media around, guys are a little bit looser. This is another reason why if you want the best possible Portland Trailblazers coverage, you should become a paid subscriber because the more paying subscribers I get, the more road games I'll be able to actually travel to and the more of that kind of stuff you'll be able to get from me. But this was just one that kind of made sense to do. I don't know yet whether there's a possibility that Gary Payton II might make his debut in that game. He obviously did not play tonight. I don't I've 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 given up guessing what's going on with that. I've written what I've written. I've reported what I've reported. I haven't heard anything that he's had any kind of a setback. It's just kind of a waiting game right now until he's comfortable with where he is physically and the staff feels comfortable with his ramp up and that's just kind of where that stands. It's certainly not ideal because we had been saying well, first of all, the team said that he was going to be uh, ready to go by the start of the regular season, and then that just kind of kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And what I had said before was that if he isn't ready around Thanksgiving, you kind of maybe be concerned. And now we're a month past Thanksgiving, and it's the week of Christmas, and he still hasn't played. So, you know, it's it's not ideal. It's not what you want, but... I don't, I don't really have any new info for you on that. I think it's just a matter of when he is ready to play. It's, you know, it shouldn't be too, too much longer, I don't think. But like I said, I've kind of given up being the, you know, trying to put a date on it or guessing. I'm just kind of going off of what I've heard. And from what I've heard, nothing has changed. So I don't know. Maybe there's an outside chance he plays in the Denver game on the last game of the road trip or maybe the game the day after Christmas against Charlotte. But that's all just kind of up in the air right now but that's kind of all I really have for you guys right now it's been a long travel day I just wanted to check in because I haven't done a podcast in a while and set you guys up for what I have coming up this week and what you guys as my subscribers and listeners have coming up I'm hoping to grab an addition to whatever I'm going to be writing out here from the showcase I'm hoping to get at least one pod in from out here wrangle some sort of guest uh 
I'm going to be at the gym at uh, Mandalay tomorrow just to, you know, check it out. And we'll see who I run into. We'll see who I can get as a podcast guest. So I'm hopeful that something will come up there. But in the meantime, again, rosegardenreport.com. You can sign up for a paid or free subscription. Again, I would encourage the paid subscription. I think I'm giving you your money's worth with the paid content. And, you know, keep it locked here on the podcast. We'll be back with you guys soon.